A really easy way to blend in and just contribute to the noise is to share the exact same tips and tricks that everyone else is sharing. It's safe content. It's not going to get you any haters, but it's probably not going to get you any true fans either. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 553. In a world that is saturated with so much free content, this is how you can create content that stands out. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a couple of ways to zag when everybody else zigs with their content. I'm going to share some ways that you can create content that isn't just contributing to the noise, but actually adds value and stands out. But let's just start by looking at the problem with content marketing these days. We have way too much content pushed into our faces every single day. We have Instagram reels, feed, TikTok, stories, email inboxes, podcast apps, Facebook groups, etc., etc., etc. And we can only consume so much content in the time that we have. The algorithms on social media platforms, they are designed to get the right content in front of you so that they can keep you hooked. Because if they keep you on their platform for longer, you consume more content, they can serve you more ads, they can make more profit. TikTok does this really well. The For You feed is just like this never-ending feed of full-screen videos that will keep you scrolling pretty much forever. It's one of the reasons why I try not to look at TikTok on my phone ever because I know just how dangerous and how time-consuming that can be. And that's why Instagram is copying them because they've realized, oh, this is how we can get people to stay on the platform and consume more content and serve them more ads. Whenever a new platform launches or whenever a new format launches on an existing platform, like for example, when Instagram Reels came out, Fewer people were using it at the start, so there was less noise and your content could get in front of more people because you were competing against fewer pieces of similar content, essentially. You were competing against fewer pieces of or fewer other Instagram Reels to reach the people who were consuming Instagram Reels. And if we think about when this first happened, I think it was about two years ago now, this was the point where a lot of experts would pop up and they'd say, oh, you have to be on TikTok or Reels is the best way to get in front of new people. And while these statements might have an element of truth at the time, they can also be quite misleading and harmful because they can lead solo business owners to think that they have to be doing all of the things and be on all of the social media platforms. And that if they're not doing these things, they're not doing enough to market their business. And that can lead them to feel really down about themselves. It can lead them to try and do everything and sometimes burn out. There is no one best platform to be on. 
There is no one thing you have to do to grow your business. There are many different ways you can grow your business. There are many different platforms, each with their benefits and disadvantages. And anyone who tells you that you have to do a particular thing, they're probably pushing some kind of agenda. They're probably trying to sell you something. Now, as more and more people start to use this new platform or this new format on an existing platform, there becomes more noise, more content. We think about Instagram Reels two years ago compared with now. I would post an Instagram Reel and it would reach 30,000 people two years ago. Now I'm lucky if it gets maybe 5,000 views. That's because there are more Reels out there and it becomes harder to get my Reels in front of the people who are consuming Reels. And what tends to happen is you also start to see people posting content on that platform or on that medium without asking whether they should be. They don't ask, oh, should this video be a reel? Or does this piece of content need to be a podcast episode? Instead, they post content to tick a box. So they can say, oh, yes, tick, I posted that Instagram reel today. Rather than being intentional about what they're posting and whether it aligns with their goals. They're thinking, okay, I need to post three times this week so I can tick these boxes off and say that I've done marketing. Rather than creating content that is strategically aligned with the direction they are taking their business. Now, algorithms then have to find a way to distill the noise. They have to find a way that when everybody starts posting Instagram Reels, for example, users are seeing what they want to see. They're not just seeing all of the rubbish. Otherwise, they would leave the platform and they would go elsewhere, and that's a hit to their advertising revenue. We've seen this happen with Facebook recently. Fewer people are using Facebook and they've had a decrease in revenue. So when the algorithm then finds a way to distill through the noise, your content gets shown to fewer people than before, and yeah, your engagement drops. And typically, this is not because of the algorithm so much as it is about the actual content that you are posting. Because if somebody is still posting really good, really relevant content, that will still be shown to people. The algorithm will find a way to show that to people. Uh, In the case of podcasting or blogging, this might look like really slow growth. People are consuming your content, but maybe they're not coming back for more or they're not taking any steps to work with you, inquire with you, join your email list, follow you elsewhere. It's like they consume that piece of content and that is it. And it's really easy to blame the environment. It's really easy to say, no, it's just way too hard to stand out these days or the algorithm doesn't show my content to anyone anymore and give up. And this is easier than putting on your big girl pants or your big boy pants and asking, what is it about my content that doesn't stand out? What is it about my content that means it's not impacting people? It's not resonating the way I want it to. And that's a really tough question to ask. The good news is, though, that you can still create content that stands out. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips in a minute on how to create content that stands out. But I do want to say there are a few prerequisites. Prerequisite number one, you need to stick with the same platform for a while, regardless of what platform it is, whether it's a podcast or TikTok or YouTube or a blog, you need to stick with it for at least 12 weeks rather than showing up for like a week on one place and then deciding that, oh no, TikTok's better. So going over there and then deciding, no, I need to be on YouTube. The grass is always going to look greener, but 
It's not. I promise. The grass is greener where you water it. The second prerequisite is that you need to be consistent with sharing content on that platform. So consistently, and it doesn't, consistently doesn't mean every day. Consistently means every week, at least. And it means sticking to some kind of schedule that you can, you, you can fit with your schedule, with your other priorities, some kind of content creation and publishing cadence almost. And that means prerequisite number three, you need to prioritize content creation. The biggest, the biggest area where I see business owners slipping on their content creation and their consistency is because they're not prioritizing it. You get a lot of clients in through the door and it's amazing because now you have a really good income and you're really busy. But because you now have that income coming in, you're not worrying about how you're going to get those next clients. And then when the projects that you're working on with those clients finish or if they um, decide that they don't want to pay you a retainer anymore, then suddenly you find, oh, I wish I'd done some marketing three months ago because now I really need to hustle to try and get some more work through the door. But if you prioritize it and it's something that just becomes part of your week, then you're going to stick with it and it'll help to create that consistency in your business. You really do need to treat it as a very important task in your business because it is. In my business, content creation is my most important task. Now, the occasional piece of really good content might get you some attention, but consistent great content is how you build that audience and how those people begin to know you, like you, and trust you enough to buy from you. It's not about having one TikTok video that goes viral. It's not about posting one Instagram reel and a lot of people like it. It's not about putting up one blog post. It's about consistently showing up in the same place so that people know you, like you, and trust you enough to buy from you. Okay, so the three three tips for creating content that stands out in a world where we are just saturated with content. Tip number one, share content that others in your industry are afraid to talk about. A really easy way to blend in and just contribute to the noise is to share the exact same tips and tricks that everyone else is sharing. It's safe content. It's not going to get you any haters, but it's probably not going to get you any true fans either. Now, I'm not saying you need to be controversial on purpose. It might suit some people's brands, but it's not going to suit everybody to be controversial on purpose. And honestly, I don't think you need to do that to try and grab attention. But if you truly believe in something, if there's some kind of unpopular opinion that you have, and the reason you haven't talked about it is because you're afraid that some people might not agree with you, or some people, you might get a few haters, that's probably something you should talk about, especially if it's something you believe really strongly in. And like, it might be an unpopular opinion, or it might be a personal story that you are afraid to share because you're worried others will judge you for it. So share those things that feel uncomfortable, that feel vulnerable, that other people in your industry aren't talking about. It's really easy to just regurgitate the same tips and tricks but that's not how you stand out. The second tip is to meet your audience where they're at right now and answer their questions for them. When we are the experts at what we do, it's really easy to keep coming at every topic from that expert angle, putting our expert knowledge out there, sharing the research, sharing what we know. But sometimes we need to put ourselves in our audience's shoes. 
We need to understand, okay, what are the knowledge gaps? What do they not know that we don't even realize they don't know? What kind of basic things are they not understanding? Are they not grasping completely? What are they struggling with? How can we empathize with these struggles even more in our content? For example, if you are sharing tips for how to maximize their running workouts, but they are struggling to lace up their shoes and get out the door for a run, then your content is going to fall flat. So instead, what you would do is find out what questions they have about running. Find out what's stopping them from getting out of the door. What is it mindset? Is it accountability? What is it? And use their language. Solve their little struggles with them. Empathize with them. Help them with those little struggles first, rather than giving them what, uh, giving them that really far down the track kind of content. Personally, I find that my best content topics come from asking my audience, what questions do you have about? And then whatever the topic that I want to know is. So for example, this episode, when I asked my audience, what do you want to know about growing your audience? One of the questions that came up was, how can I stand out online? Great. That's given me an entire podcast episode I can talk about. I could talk about this all day. Okay. Tip number three, go deeper. In a world where short form content is everywhere and it's distracting us and it's entertaining us, create content that is the opposite. There is so much short form content out there and it's really easy to create. It's really easy for people to consume it and it's really addictive. That's why TikTok has been so successful. That's why Instagram is trying to copy TikTok because of the short form content. It's so addictive and it keeps people consuming more because it's just dopamine hit after dopamine hit after dopamine hit. But short form content works so much better for entertainment than for education. And for most of us, those of us who are selling services, those of us who are selling our expertise, our own digital products, anything around our own knowledge, a huge part of marketing that is educating our ideal client. It's educating them on what they need to know before they'll be ready to solve the problem that they have. And unfortunately, a 10-sentence TikTok video isn't going to really go very far for that. It might grab somebody's attention, it might entertain them, but it might not really be that effective in moving them closer to buying from you. So instead of battling against all of these 15-second TikToks and three-sentence Instagram captions, why not write a 1,000-word blog post going deep into a topic that will help your ideal customer? Now, you might be thinking, well, it takes so much longer to do a thousand word blog post than a 10 second TikTok. Great. But that 1000 word blog post will have a much longer lifespan than a 10 second TikTok. And you won't be doing as many of them. And then uh, what I find really good is repurposing that long form content. So if you've written that thousand word blog post, can you turn a little snippet of that into a TikTok video? Could you talk about it? for 10 seconds, and then direct people to go and read that blog post. Maybe instead of a thousand word blog post, it's a 10 minute podcast episode, or even a five minute Instagram video rather than a 15 second Instagram reel. So it's more about going deeper into the topics than creating just mass amount of content. For example, so I could have given you these tips, these three tips in a really short Instagram reel. I could have been on camera pointing at little bubbles, you know, tip number one, tip number two, tip number three. 
But without listening to this entire episode, you'd probably be scratching your head wondering what I mean by go deep or meet your audience where they're at and answer their questions. Because that short form content doesn't give me enough of an opportunity to go any deeper into a topic. And yes, I could say, hey, read the caption below. And I could expand on it in there. That could be a longer form kind of content. I could use that shorter form video to promote this podcast episode and send people to listen to it. But just by watching that 15 second video on its own, they're probably not going to get a whole lot of value. All right. So there you have it. Three tips to stand out better. Share content that others are afraid to talk about. Meet your audience where they are at and answer their questions and go deep. Do long form content rather than just creating lots of short form content. Your step to put this episode into action, I really would encourage you to pick a platform, a platform where you're going to share longer form content and you can commit to sharing one piece of long content each week. That could be a blog. It could be to your email list. It could be YouTube. It could be uh, in longer form Instagram videos. It could be anywhere, anywhere. It's not so much about the platform as it is about finding a type of content that suits you, that you can commit to consistently, and that you can go deep enough into a topic that you are an expert in. All right. That is it for this episode. If you have any friends who you know are struggling to share content that stands out, share this episode with them. Hit the share button, copy the link, send it to them. It's how I get to help more people. It's how I get to help your friends. And if you haven't already subscribed to the show, hit the plus button or follow in Spotify, and that will just make sure you get every brand new episode released straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.